it is always interesting and fascinating to delve into the mind of entrepreneurs. Let's do that with entrepreneurs who started businesses during the pandemic. Whoa! Hey friends, welcome to the Press Club C Podcast. I'm Ray Keating. In this 80th episode, we're going to look at some fascinating results from a poll of entrepreneurs, again, who started up businesses during the pandemic. Fascinating stuff. But before we get to this, let's quickly answer that key question once more. What the heck is the Press Club C anyway? Each letter stands for stuff we talk about. P is for politics. R is for religion, mainly Christianity. E is for economics. S is for sports. That second S is for stories, books, uh, and writing my own books, other books, fiction, nonfiction, and so on. C is for culture, pop culture, and otherwise. L is for life, the big catch-all. U is for understanding, lessons, for example, in history and economics. And B is for business and entrepreneurship. And that last C in Press Club C is for conservative. And why? Because I am one. And in particular, we have to be very clear these days, I'm a Reagan, Kemp, Buckley, Coolidge, Lincoln, Madisonian kind of conservative. Now, um, if you're listening to this podcast, I hope you'll consider purchasing my, not one, but two new books. Um, first, if you enjoy my Pastor Stephen Grant novels, then you're going to love Cathedral, an Alliance of St. Michael novel. Now, this is my 16th work of fiction, and it's the first, though, in the Alliance of St. Michael series. So what's this about? The Alliance of St. Michael brings together men and women with varied backgrounds and talents to work covertly against the two most significant threats to civilization and Christianity at the dawn of the 1930s. That's right. This is some historical fiction, folks. And what are we talking about? We're talking about communism and fascism. So in Moscow, in this particular story, Moscow, the Cathedral of Christ the Savior is going to be obliterated to make way for the Palace of the Soviets. The Alliance of St. Michael readies itself for its first mission. They have to find and salvage a rare item of great significance from the cathedral before the building is lost. Now, you, there are two great ways to, at this point, pre-order, or if you're listening later on, to order Cathedral. You can get signed books at raykeatingonline.com, or you can head over to Amazon for the Kindle edition, and eventually the paperback there at amazon.com. Now, second, I mentioned two books. This is the other one is my nonfiction book, The Weekly Economist, 52 Quick Reads to Help You Think Like an Economist. So there's that question. If you don't have a degree in economics, and even if you do sometimes, how do you figure out what, what actually makes economic sense and what doesn't? Um, you know, sometimes you're watching CNBC, CNN, Fox, you're, you're heading around on the internet, you're using other media outlets, and many assertions regarding the economy and economic policy are presented. And you're left wondering what's accurate and what's not. That's especially the case when declarations by one talking head uh, conflict with declarations by the next one. So the Weekly Economist offers quick reads on topics essential to thinking clearly on economics uh, or apply sound economic principles to hot topics, right? So, you know, economics and thinking more like an economist it does matter. It's my hope that individuals, by taking just a few minutes for a quick read each week, can clarify their thinking on economics and thereby improve their own lives, the lives of family, friends, colleagues, neighbors, as well as people across the nation and around the world. So these are the uh, there's two great ways for you to order the Weekly Economist as well. Again, sign books over at rekeatingonline.com. 
and you can order the pre-order the Kindle edition at Amazon.com, and eventually paperbacks will be available available over there as well. So I very much appreciate the consideration, and now let's get to this this survey of pandemic, what I'm calling pandemic entrepreneurs. Now, this survey was done by the Small Business and Entrepreneurship Council. I happen to be their chief economist. Of course, as a disclaimer, this podcast is not under SBE Council, and nor should SBE Council be held responsible for the dumb things that I say. So this is all just me right now. Um, so let's look at some key findings here. Um, I'm always fascinated by what drives people to start up their own businesses, right? Um, also, how do they how do they fund those those startups, those businesses? So again. This Small Business and Entrepreneurship Council survey of entrepreneurs is focused on, exclusively on, businesses started during, entrepreneurs who started businesses during the pandemic, right? So fascinating group, and uh, the survey is just jam-packed with all sorts of information. So as for the why, the why of entrepreneurship, these entrepreneurs, um, pandemic entrepreneurs, uh, when you look at these survey results, line up with entrepreneurs in general over time, right? 63% uh, said they wanted to be their own bosses. 46% sought more flexibility and control. In other words, independence. That's big with a lot of entrepreneurs. Uh, 21% needed to supplement their incomes, right? They needed to bring more money in the door during the pandemic. 17% lost their jobs. And 7% had spouses who lost their jobs. So that last group there, two groups, are what might be, you know, might be termed as, you know, there are people that dive into the entrepreneurial waters willingly. I've said this before, and there are others that are pushed. So uh, those latter two groups may have been pushed. Um, also, the, a general question as to the opportunity versus necessity question, right? 37% of these pandemic entrepreneurs said they started their their new businesses when seeing an opportunity. 9% said that they were compelled out of necessity. And then 45% said it was a combination of opportunity and necessity. So again, very interesting stuff there. Uh, and then how about time? You know, it's what type, this time dedicated to a business tells you what kind of entrepreneur they are, right? So 74% of these uh, small business owners said their new enterprises uh, were their sole employment, right? So that's it. They've started a business and this is 100% of their time. Uh, 16% said the new venture was a side gig in addition to their regular jobs, right? So that's kind of interesting. I expected... Um, the 100 percenters to be a little less and the side gig folks to be more. So that was interesting. The third group that's highlighted here is really interesting. 10% said they were taking another job to support their business. Think about that, right? They started up a business and they are so passionate about it that, you know, it's not fully up and running or it's not, you know, bringing enough money or perhaps you're losing money early on as many entrepreneurs do. So they took another job to support their new business. That is a passionate, committed group of entrepreneurs to say the least. Uh, on the funding front, again, these numbers line up uh, with what we've seen over time with entrepreneurs. So with pandemic entrepreneurs, 76% funded their startups by dipping into personal savings. 32% use credit cards. 
Uh, 22% received funding from family, family and friends. All that stuff lines up basically with what we've seen in the past. Uh, 15% turned to bank loans. Uh, 10% had partner contributions. Another 10% got specifically small business loans. Uh, the other numbers are 3% accessed angel investors and 1% were crowdfunded. So again, an interesting mix. Um, the, the angel investors might be, uh, a, a little smaller than I expected, uh, crowdfunding, right? That's only a recent development. I'm sure we're going to see that percentage grow as we go forward in time. Um, now how much do you need? This is another interesting factor. I think, I, I don't know, you know, what are people's preconceived notions about how much money they need to start up a business? So 17% started up their business with less than $10,000, 19% did so with between $10,000 and $25,000. So that's 36% started up business with less than $25,000. Uh, toss another 16% in between $26,000 and $50,000. So that means more than half, 52% of these entrepreneurs were able to start up their businesses with less than, you know, effectively $50,000 or less. Um, interesting stuff. And it's also, listen... Another question caught my attention. I just want to throw this in. You know, entrepreneurship's hard. And I, I wrote a piece for SB Council, and I said, you know, if it wasn't, as the old saying goes, everyone would do it. But um, sometimes entrepreneurs can, you know, they get they they re see on they they become entrepreneurs, and all sorts of unexpected things happen, and perhaps they it turns out harder than they thought. But in terms of recommending entrepreneurship to others, fifty seven percent encouraged others to start their own businesses. So that's a pretty strong number, I think. Uh, now, it, one other thing about, again, the type of business, and it, it, what's fascinating, you know, we, we especially during the pandemic, all e-commerce, e-commerce, and, and thank goodness for e-commerce commerce and the technological investments and innovations that kept us, so many of us afloat and continue to, right? Um, but interestingly, the the, folk, the pandemic entrepreneurs, sixty five percent, had brick and mortar stores, use physical stores to run their businesses. That's fascinating, right? Now, sixty two percent cited Facebook, um, and then forty eight percent Instagram, forty seven percent an e commerce site, sixteen percent Amazon, um, fifteen percent mobile operations, um, you know, food truck in-home consultation visits, so on. 11% uh, pop-up store locations. So great diversity there. However, I think most of us are probably surprised by that uh, 65% uh, using brick-and-mortar stores. At least I am. Now, what about, we, we started talking about technology here, and um, this, this survey does look at uh, technology, in particular, you know, the, the latest political fad, if you want to call it, of attacking big tech. Um, so we've had big government, um, which has had big tech in its regulatory crosshairs and continues to, right? And supposedly, supposedly it's to help the little guy. Now, what do these entrepreneurs have to say? Well, first off, you know, regarding the use of technology, it's very instructive. 89% of these entrepreneurs agreed that social media was a major factor in launching their businesses. 89%. 
87% said access to electronic payment options was important. 79% cited affordable online ads. You know, count me in there. Um, that's critical. 77% pointed to e-commerce sites and website builders. 70, this is interesting, 73% noted access to what you would call back office services provided by various technology platforms, right? I can, I, I write books, I do indie publishing, I use Amazon's KDP, um, and, you know, the fact that somebody can go to Amazon, buy my book, and it gets uh, boxed and shipped without me touching it is a fantastic uh, operational savings uh, benefit for me. And then 56% of these pandemic entrepreneurs highlighted access to online marketplaces like, again, Amazon, eBay, Shopify, Etsy, and so on. So you get the idea here that technology, even with, you know, the 65% brick and mortar, that's, that's only part of your business, right? Um, so this is critical. Technology is critical, essential. 68% said they rely on established tech platforms, again, like Google, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, all targeted by government, uh, Instagram, Microsoft, TikTok. Uh, they relied on those uh, either a great deal, which was 38%, or quite a bit, 30%. And another 22% said somewhat. So when you combine those three, that tallies up to 90%. Now, what about the big government idea of taking on big tech? 61% of these, now these are the startup entrepreneurs, are worried about proposed regulations on tech companies. They see negatives, not only for those enterprises, but for their own businesses. So when you focus in on that 61%, among those, 58% are worried that the tech reg this tech regulation will make it more expensive for them to access and retain customers. 58% are worried that they'll um, have to pay for services that they get for free right now. 49% or almost half are concerned about disrupted communications with current and potential customers. Again, almost 50%, 47%, almost half, 47% worry that it'll be harder for customers to find their business. 43% um, believe that customer acquisition will become more difficult. You get the idea here, because... These, these entrepreneurs understand the benefit of technology firsthand, right? It's not just some theory um, that, you know, perhaps a, a member of Congress might say, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's important. But this, these are the folks that are, that are starting up their businesses and they understand the benefits. So what are they looking for, for, for from government? Um, very different from what the current agenda is. Um, so when you look at this question of, you know, what they want President Biden to focus on, guess what? 94% of these pandemic entrepreneurs would like uh, to see Biden and one presumes Congress focus on low taxes and a simpler tax system. 94% focus on it. They want to focus on inflation, 82% on incentives to invest in startups, 81% uh, on affordable health coverage and 80%. 80% on less, not more, less regulation. All of that is the exact opposite of what we've got going on in Washington, D.C. right now. Uh, in fact, the question was asked about um, President Biden's policies, uh, and 51% said those policies make it more difficult to start and grow a business, right? Nine per only 9% said 
it makes it easier. <laughs> they make it easier, and 39% were not sure. And again, similar numbers for Congress. 59% said that the policies coming out of Congress are hurting the economy and small businesses. Uh, only 5% said they're beneficial, and 39% were not sure. So these are fascinating results. Um, there are more, there's more there. I mean, go over to SBE Council's website and download the, the entire survey. It's interesting stuff. But, um, you know, it, it is uh, essential, I think, for all of us, especially policymakers, to actually be in touch with uh, entrepreneurs uh, and what matters to them. So that would be kind of nice, wouldn't it? Rather than um, other folks that are just looking to increase government costs and government controls and so on. So this is a fascinating uh, survey of pandemic entrepreneurs. Uh, I hope you got something out of listening to me talk about it. And as I said, go over to sbcouncil.org and check it out. Thanks for listening. Folks, your feedback and suggestions are always welcome. Please check out my various endeavors and books. Um, including the books I've already mentioned, the two new ones, Cathedral and The Weekly Economist. Um, also check out DisneyBizJournal.com, um, other nonfiction books recently, Behind Enemy Lines, a collection of my essays, uh, Free Trade Rocks, and also the Pastor Stephen Grant uh, Thrillers and Mysteries. There are 15 of those out there. I hope you're reading them. If not, my goodness, what are you doing? Uh, they're available at Amazon.com and over at RayKeatingOnline.com. And there are more of those uh, coming on the fiction front in addition to uh, the cathedral book. Uh, what else? Well, you know, check out all that stuff. That's more than enough. Uh, I appreciate you listening. Uh, thanks so much, and God bless. <laughs>